Deb and Phil lived in a house now. They'd moved out of their trailer and had a house built sometime before this. So we had Christmas there at their house that year. We had a, they had a big basement, a family room where there was lots of room and there was room upstairs too. So it made a nice place for us to meet. We had a good time. Nineteen seventy-seven came, and in February of that year, Isaac Manel was born to Jerry and Kathy. He was fun to have around too. He, I always enjoyed those little kids being up down the hill so close, and they could be in and out of my house every once in a while. There wasn't any of the rest of the grandchildren lived that close. In the spring of that year, there. I met a lady that lived on Loon Lake, Shirley Marderson, and she had, her car was broke down for a while, and the pastor asked me if I'd pick her up, so I did. I had no reason not to, and I enjoyed doing that, and we became good friends, and we went to camp that summer together. I had always enjoyed going to camp, but I always went alone, but it was much more interesting to have someone to go with and sit with at the dining in the dining room and go to the services together. It was a good time. We did that for several years. In 78, <coughs> Shell graduated from college and was married to Steve Harris, and they went to Puerto Rico for four years to serve as missionaries. Right. Also in 78, Kyle was born to Bruce and Karen. I didn't get to see him for a long time either. They lived in Canada, and I didn't get to see him until they came down for the summer picnic and like that. Mark graduated from college in, in 79, and he was married to Gail in uh, 80. We like Gail right from the start, and they made a nice couple. Also in that year, Jordan w was born to Bruce and Karen. So now she had three little boys. I always enjoyed it when I did get to see him, but I didn't very often. In 1979, Pat and Bob moved to Greenville, South Carolina, where Bob worked with a company that built churches. They invited me to come down and visit a while down there. And I went in 1980 for the first time, and I've been there every year since, some of the year, sometimes for just a short time, and then many times for three or four months. It's very enjoyable, and it's a pretty place to be, a nice area to live in.
1981, Elizabeth Rose was born to Phil, and that was a treat because she was the only girl. I had two boys, now this made their family complete. And Troy Bryan was born to Kim and Bob Dantigny. The, the 1980s also brought more great-grandchildren. Mark and Gail had two girls, Brianne and Kelsey. Later they had Ethan and Tessa. I was always pleased to see them. They'd stop in once in a while on their way to Houghton when they went to visit Dick and Jerry, and of course they came for Christmas for our get-together. In 1984, Dick called and said the college basketball team had been invited to play the basketball team in Honolulu, Hawaii, and they could take others beside the team, so they said I could go. That was a nice thing to look forward to, and I planned to go, and I went with them. In 1984, Dick called and said that the college basketball team had been invited to go play the basketball team in Honolulu, Hawaii. They could take others with them besides the team, so they said I could go. That was a nice thing to look forward to. We left Buffalo and had a layover in Los Angeles, and we got to Hawaii about four in the morning. Many were disappointed, as each plane is supposed to be met by people giving out lays to the ladies. I didn't know about it, so I wasn't disappointed and didn't miss it. We were on the 12th floor of a big hotel. Most of the couples that were there were uh, were couples, but there were there's one other lady that was alone, so I roomed with her. There was a balcony where we could sit, and I liked to go out at night and watch the traffic from there. It was interesting. The beach was close by, and I had always wanted to wait in the Pacific Ocean, so Geraldine went with me. It was a long stretch of sand that I had to wade through to get to the beach, to the water. That was before my hip replacement, so even though I got to wade in the ocean, I regretted it for some time. My hip wasn't happy at all. We went to most of the ball games. There were McDonald's and other cheap places to eat. And sometimes we splurged and went to real nice places. It was a big shopping center. We bought things to bring home. The weather was perfect the whole time it was there. It was a very nice time. In 1984, Gerald called the family all together to say that he wanted to buy the house and land, including his house and woods. The bank had determined the value, and the family agreed to sell it to him. We wanted to make, he wanted to make apartments upstairs, so he, we emptied out, it all out, and made, he made two apartments there. Don 
Tim Don Tigney did quite a lot of the work with him. Others he hired too. In 84, Paul married Arlene Beveridge. Paul went to the Air Force, into the Air Force, and they were in different parts of the country, so we didn't see them a lot. Noel married Lee Bacchus in 85, and they were the first tenants in one of Daryl's apartments. At this time, we heard that Jean had cancer. That was a shock. It seemed like she had so many things to accomplish. One of them was to get her BS degree in nursing. This she did. She got it in a college in Maine. I was so pleased for her. She was chaplain of the Gideons and wrote a prayer letter each month. She usually sent me one. I was proud of her, all her efforts in spite of her sickness. She in the summer of 87, Kathy, Paul, Kathy Pauling married Fred. They were married and, and uh, held their reception at the a country club near where they lived. And Jean was able to come to that wedding. I was very pleased with that. She had been real sick because chemo treatments made her so sick. She came and seemed to enjoy the day, and I was very pleased with that. Other nice things happened in the latter part of the 80s. New great-grandchildren were born. Brianne and Kelsey both came and were born to uh, Mark and Gail. They were nice little girls, and I was always pleased when they came and brought them to her summer picnic and so forth. In April of 88, Jean died. That was a very sad time. But it was, in a way, it was a relief because she had suffered so patiently for so long. And we were glad that she was out of her suffering. In the summer of 1990, we, uh, Dick's family had two weddings. Diane married Kevin Siemens. She had a wedding at and the reception in a lodge in Letchworth State Park. And Carol married George Griesbeck over in Europe. Uh, she had met him and she didn't want to have a big wedding overshadow Diane's wedding so they had a small wedding over there we didn't meet him for a while but Diane was we were very happy for Carol fall was about the same as always I had Thanksgiving for Bruce and Gerald and Debbie's families Dick's family were big enough that they all went to Dick's now for Thanksgiving and Christmas we spent them headed over to Debbie's. But before Christmas, I, it was my birthday, and I was going to be 80 years old, so they said that was a milestone. Debbie and Kathy said they were going to take me to a nice place to eat and for dinner, for lunch. So I got ready. 
and Kathy came and picked me up and she said, I, I don't remember what I wore, but she didn't think it was very fancy looking, so she said, aren't you going to wear something different than that? And I said, well, I thought this was all right. Well, why don't you put on that pretty dress that you wore to church Sunday? And I said, well, okay. And we came along, and then she said, well, I've got to stop at the church a minute, and we're going to meet Debbie, but I'm going to stop at the church a minute. We pulled in there, and there were cars and cars and cars there, and I thought, Nobody told me about any ministerial meeting or anything like that. We always had to help if there was something like that going on. I just couldn't figure out why all those cars were there. Come in and there was Shirley Pauling and his new wife, Shirley. But I thought, well, must be this includes him, whatever the meeting is. Went downstairs. And there was my whole family standing down there saying happy birthday. I was completely surprised. I had just never thought of it. Somehow, Kathy said afterwards, I don't know how you missed it. I made so many mistakes. I so many times said things that I knew must give it away to you. But I just never thought of it. It never occurred to me. I'm, it was very nice that all of them were there. And that morning, um, Pat called, uh, Debbie called, and I know Pat called and said they were sorry they weren't going to be able to get there till later. They thought they'd be there, and they'd come over, and, ha and she'd have lunch with Deb and Kathy. But. And that was, I said, well, that's too bad, but that's all right. I'll see you later. And um, so when I looked, there stood Pat and her kids and the whole family down there. And they all yelled, surprise, happy birthday, and it surely was. They had, they, I went around and greeted them all. This is the first time I'd seen Kathy's little new baby. Kevin. And I was pleased to see him. He was a nice looking little boy. He looked like his father. And then, um, all the ponies were there. All the dicks were there. Bruce's were there. Carolyn's, well, not all of Carolyn's, Cindy wasn't there, and so it, it was a very nice time. They put on a program afterward, after they and they had ice cream and cake. Debbie made a beautiful birthday cake, and she didn't cut it till after I got there, and it was just a beautiful cake. And we had ice cream and cake, and then they put on a program. Dick had written uh, a poem about 340 verses. It was sort of ridiculous things through it. Claimed that 
I was the only one he ever knew who stood on Alley 2 and knocked pins down on Alley 3. And ridiculous things like that in it. And then there were serious things. It was a very nice poem. I, he gave a copy to everybody so you could all enjoy it. And then <coughs> the Pauline sang. They started out. Jumbo said, uh, well, pick your favorite song and we'll sing. So they did, each of them, picking a different song, and they started. And, of course, it was just a jumbo all of them saying different things. He said, what are you doing? You said to pick our favorite song, so we did. Well, all right, pick one favorite song and we'll sing. So they picked one, and they all sang on the air of the song, not the parts. And he said, I thought we were going to have harmony in this song. So then they sang it very nicely. They kept singing very well together. Carolyn read uh, a reading from a book that she had written that was real good. I enjoyed that. And then uh, Bruce's and Pat's and Gerald's and Debbie's kids all sang uh, together. There was a big crowd of them all singing there because they didn't have anything separate, but they sang several numbers, and it was real nice. So it was a good, a nice day. I remembered that for months and months, and I still think about it at times, how nice it was. Um, they came up, I had, the church program was the next Sunday. And that was good. They had a cantata in the morning and the evening. They had their regular Sunday school program. And they each age group did an excellent job, and I enjoyed it all. Uh, Rachel and Ingrid came over and got me to take me over to Debbie's to stay overnight to be there for Christmas Day. So I went. And the kid, they opened their stockings and, and had a usual good time. We had a nice dinner. Uh, the Crines went up to Rochester to see Grandma Crine, but the rest of us were all there for dinner, and it was real nice. Then they took me home, and I packed my things ready to go with Pat and Bob back south. Bob was going skiing in Colorado, so he left the two girls, and Pat and I went home. We made real good time and got there fine and had a good trip down. The, on the New Year's Eve, they had their soup supper at the church where Pat and Bob go. That's always nice. Everybody brings their own kind of soup and some different kinds, two or three kinds of soup. 
and you just go around and fill up your dishes that you bring and eat the soup and then they all go into the church and have a service at New Year's Eve so very nice I enjoyed it all it's been a good year I've had so many nice things happen Scott was uh, stationed in New River Air Force Base as part of Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. He was in the Marines and he was, he loaded planes with the missiles to send over to the Boer area. His, he uh, was very good at that. He could do it real fast and his whole company got sent over there but he was left here because of the fact that he could load them so much faster than some of the other guys. It was dull for him because he wanted the excitement of going with the other guys, but it was a relief to Pat and Bob to not have him over there, although there was not very many casualties in that war, for which we were all very happy. On January 20th, we heard that Andy and Heidi had a baby girl named Hannah. <coughs> um, that was a fun thing to hear. I kept busy getting supper started and doing odd jobs around the house, and I went to the basketball games a lot. I enjoyed them. Rachel was a cheerleader. So we always went anyway to take her, but we watched the games too. Ingrid was in grad school in Louisiana. She stayed there for, started this course, but it didn't work out to be what she thought it was going to be. So she came home and she looked for work here in the Greenville area. Dick was coming down through the south and having alumni meetings for Houghton. And he stopped here at Pat's a couple times. And I rode back with him as far as Bruce's when he went back in April. Bruce brought me home and big, big surprise there when I got there they had redone my bathroom and put in a shower, a new sink and a new toilet. They had fixed the walls and Debbie had papered and painted and did the painting. Jerry and Bruce did the plumbing work. It was all so nice and such a nice surprise. And I enjoyed using my new microwave that I got from all the kids for Christmas. That was a joy, too. It soon became nicer weather, and I planted some seeds and onion sets. On June 19th, uh, Noelle had a baby girl named Morgan Lee. 
she was a very pretty little thing. In the summer of 91, Stephen Dixon married Kara at the Houghton Church. I went to that wedding too. That was nice to go to. Then we heard that Mark and Gail had a boy named Ethan Luke on July 17th. That was nice because they had the two little girls. Now they had a boy to go along with him, with them. Summer went along just as it usually does, and we had our family picnic. Carolyn came on Saturday, so we had a chance to visit quite a while, and she helped. We all went up and saw Jerry and Kathy a while uh, on Saturday night, and then we got ready for Sunday. I, I made the potato salad, and, and uh, we had... 37 here for the picnic. Karen's whole family came. George and Carol came. That was nice to see them. The four, all four Pauling girls were here. Colleen <coughs> was teaching English in Korea, so she, of course, wasn't here. But it was a very nice day, and I enjoyed it all so much. We heard that, then we heard that um, Cindy and Kevin had a baby boy born September 17th. They named him Benjamin Lloyd. That was different. He's the first grandchild we had born in a foreign country. In October, I sewed a lot and made doll clothes and dolls and rabbits for the new babies. My eyes bothered me quite a bit, so I had to have cataract surgery. They, that was scheduled. There was a bad snowstorm on November 11th, and that's much earlier than usual to have a deep snow with the schools closed and places of business closed. The surgery on my eyes was set for November 15th, 25th. We decided not to have Thanksgiving at my house as usual because that was when I was having my surgery. Um, Dick's family were coming to his anyway because the, the two new babies and like that would have been too much to them all over to my house. Bruce and Aaron were with Paul and Arlene, so we had Thanksgiving at Deb's. Dick and Jerry and Kathy came. <coughs> Me and Noel came for a short visit, so we got a chance to see the baby. 
And um, we, of course, were all anxious to see her as long as we had Jeff. Bruce and Aaron went to California to visit them after they got back there. It was busy December. I made a lot of Christmas gifts. And I went to Jerry and Kathy's for Christmas morning and had my tree there. Got nice gifts, of course. Pat came for Christmas at Debbie's. The day of the Christmas, there was an, a 50th anniversary party for Dorothy and Wendell Jones. And all the kids wanted to make sure and go to that, so we all went there first. And um, uh, stayed for their program. That was nice. It was so good to hear those boys sing together again. Then we all went over to Dad's. I had made scalloped potatoes, so we stopped and picked those up. And, and of course, we always have a wonderful meal there. Everybody brings something good. And it was a nice day. I received nice gifts and got to see all the people. They were all, my family was there except Bruce and Aaron and many of the grandchildren. I have so much to be thankful for. My family are so good to me and so nice to the rest of the December. I stayed at home and on New Year's Eve I went to the New Year's Eve party at church. They, they played games and had a movie. And then at uh, quarter to 12, we all gathered around the altar for prayer to see the old year out, the new year in. It's been a very good year. I had many, many things happen to me that were good. And I'm so grateful for all of it. Especially five healthy new babies. God is so good to us. New Year's Day, I took down my Christmas tree and put the things away. Isaac came down and took down my porch lights and put them away for me. Those boys have been so good always to help do the things that I can't reach anymore. Jerry was building a um, baby barn to go in back of the log house out of lumber that was left from the house and his barn up there, other buildings that he'd done. He was getting that done. He took me to a, a, a ball basketball game and then on over to Deb's ready to go with Pat and Bob. They left the 4th of January for South Carolina, and we had a good trip. No problems. They drove right through. It was pouring rain a lot of the time, so they didn't want to get out and, and get wet, so we ate in the car and had a good trip down.
always keep busy here getting the breakfast work done up each day and and getting things started for supper and doing odd jobs around and still have lots of time that I have nothing to do but I enjoy being here so much. How <coughs> uh, Dick and Deary came over and I went home with them for a while. That was interesting. They have an interesting place to stay and his work is nice to hear about. Uh, Jerry and I enjoyed each other a lot while he was working. <coughs> while I was there, they went to Charleston to visit my niece. I hadn't seen her. That's Lyle's daughter. I hadn't seen her since she was married. And that was very nice. I was so glad to see her. Her husband was born in that area of Charleston, so he took us around and showed us all the different things of interest that we've always heard about, the slave markets and all those things, and scenes from Gone with the Wind where they were made. And <coughs> I could see where um, Paul had landed with his big planes during the war when he flew so much and saw even those big planes. There were some of the same ones there. Her husband worked as a gateman and now that he's retired he was a gateman at one of those big airports and so he never, he probably saw it Paul several times, but at that time he didn't know him and didn't know us, and so he said probably he'd seen him because he landed there so many times, and it was interesting to talk to him. Following with that, Dick Ward and Ruth Silsby came for an afternoon and evening. That was interesting. Ward and Dick reminisce so much about their work at Bird's Eye in their high school days and, and uh, all the things that happened around Haskinville. It was just an enjoyable evening just to sit and listen to them. Ward was interested in asking me about the new things that had happened in Haskinville since he'd left. Of course, not much ever happens there, but he was interested in hearing about it. Dick showed um, pictures that he took on his tour in Europe, and it was very interesting, too. I saw the house where Corey Tenboon had lived. All those things are so interesting when you hear about them, and hear about them many times, and then you see pictures of them. That really brings it out, and you remember those things. About this time, we had a letter from Bruce saying that Aaron had been named Woman of the Year by the business and professional people in the Hornell area. That was nice, because she worked so hard 
doing all the work for them and helping them. I was so glad for her. Since Ingrid had come back from Louisiana, she had been applying different places for work. And she had uh, a call saying that she was to have an interview at, at Bryan College. That was the college she graduated from for a receptionist. So we were all so excited and interested that to see if she could possibly get that job. It would be so nice for her. She went for her interview, and then she had to wait three days to hear. And we waited patiently, or I would say we waited, maybe not patiently. And finally she got the call, and she got the job, and we were all celebrating. was called and said they were going to Florida and why didn't I go along with them and visit Eva while they were there visiting all the people they wanted to visit. So I planned to do that. about five for supper and so Dick and Jerry were going to come over and and Diane and Kevin and Cheryl were going to be here too so it was going to be a nice crowd to all of us eating together. They all got here and we had supper. We set up two tables and it was real nice. They all could eat here. Bruce and Dick and and Bob all went to a car auction, and Bruce got a car there. So they, we all left for Florida in the morning, and we uh, got as far as Tipton, Georgia, where we stayed all night that first night. It was a later start than we usually do. And we got up early the next morning and went on and ate breakfast at Shoney's and got to Nabholz about 10.30. Had lunch. Nice time there. John was there too. Pastor Nabholz wasn't there at the time we got there, but he came later. He was at a doctor's appointment. We had supper there. They had a house that they take care of when, uh, for other people that no one was in, so they said we could all stay there all night. So that was nice. I don't remember whether we paid something or how we managed that, but that's what we did anyway. Uh, then Saturday morning we left early and went to breakfast at Shoney's and then we got to Eva's about 10 o'clock. 
Bruce and Aaron went to flea markets and came back for lunch. They stayed a while and went on to visit the other people, Carlson's and some other ones that they knew. Schweitzer wasn't good at all. He's not, uh, has a bad heart, had a bad heart and was not good at all. But he had a very good attitude. He always had it. He was always a pleasant person, had a great sense of humor. You always enjoyed him a lot. Clarence was very bad. They expected to hear at any time that he was going to be gone. That was so sad. I had a nice day at Eva's, and then we came back home, stopped at Dick's and Pat's on the way home, and then got here to New York to April 10th, and had a nice winter down there. Phil was over here falling when I got home. So it was nice Debbie had to come get him because he drove the tractor over and I got to see her too. I went to Hornell and got stocked up on groceries and got a turkey. Debbie's birthday was Sunday, so I decided to have them all here to eat again. So I roasted the turkey and and got things ready for Sunday, made cheesecake and, and scalp corn and different things ready for the dinner. I pared potatoes and, and Bruce um, called that Fred Alderman had died. They went to the funeral home to call up at the visiting hours. All, they all came here for dinner on Sunday. We put candles on a cheesecake for Debbie's birthday. <coughs> uh, Kathy Pauling was here and stayed all night. She wasn't here very often. They lived uh, over by the Hudson River, so it's ways for her to come. Fred's funeral was Monday, so Gerald and Bruce and I went to that. That was a good service. I'd like to know if Fred was ready to go, but I guess we that's not up to us to know. This was April 20th. It was a busy time after that because the graduation was coming up. Kathy had a nice party for... Jerry rented a tent so they could have it there. It was a nice crowd came and it was a nice time. We, my whole family except Pat was to the graduation. That was nice. And of course, 
Maria. Kim's daughter graduated in the same class, so that gave us a chance to see the Paulings, too. And we went out for ice cream after that. And I remembered that for a while. It was so nice to see those two kids graduating and getting special honors and so forth like you do at a graduation. The family picnic was the last of July, and there was a big crowd to that. The, all four, four of the new babies were there for that. Of course, Benjamin wasn't because they were in Germany. It was a very nice time, enjoyed by all. <laughs> 